Welcome back to episode two of Talk of the Irish. In these next series of episodes, we'll be focusing on the many different clubs here at NDP. The leaders of many of these clubs will be brought in to talk about their clubs and what they love about them. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Talk of the Irish. I'm your host, Blake Banninger, and I'm here with Michael Kenny from the B Club. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Michael. Now, let me ask you this. What exactly do you do with the Bee Club? Do you actually work with bees? We do, in fact. We have five hives across the campus, and we harvest honey, wax. So we actually, you can go down to Mrs. McGinnis's room and buy honey. We also have wax that we make chapstick out of. We also make candles. So this year, we're going to have a lot more products, and I really hope you can come down and see some of them. I, you know what? That's, that's actually really interesting. So you mentioned uh, the five hives. How many bees is that? A lot, to say the least. When we get bees, we get something called a nuke, which is about, I think, a thousand or more bees, all in a package with a queen. So you put those in the hives, and then they start doing their thing. They start making honey, and it takes a little while for them to get set, for them to get familiar to the environment, and then we are able to harvest honey. So this year, I don't think we're going to be able to have a ton of honey because we lost some of our hives due to the harsh winter. But I think that this coming spring and we'll also have some leftover from last year. That's, that's actually pretty interesting. So um, I honestly don't know a whole lot about bees. So how do you actually get their honey out and like their honey and um, and the wax? Like how do you actually get that out of the hive? So what we do is uh, we dress up in those big comical bee suits, all the big white ones. And we we go down to the hive and... We basically take out these little planks that have all of the honeycomb. So, you know, the hexagonal things Mm -hmm. and we take them out and we bring them inside. And what we do is we basically take a really hot knife, an electric hot knife and cut the wax off. And that in turn allows the honey to be able to flow out of the honeycombs. And then from from that, we put in a centrifuge and we twist it super, super fast and that basically makes all of the honey come out and we filter it and I think it's some of the best honey that I've ever had and the process it's very clean and it retains a lot of the natural flavors that you found find out in the wild and this year I believe we're also going to be planting some very interesting flowers so um, when you have a flower like an orange blossom lilac lavender you'll get some of the flavors from that in the honey And you'll get some of those essences in the honey, which I think is really, really cool. And that'll help really help develop the interest in honey. So honey taste is really that much affected by what they eat. So it really depends on what they eat. And you can probably do a lot more research and find out more than I know. But it really does depend on what they eat, because if you look at any other type of animal, any other type of plant, it really depends where where it's grown, under what conditions, what type of water, what type of fertilizer. And I think that honey is one of those things. It's one of those things that requires certain care, certain maintenance. And I think it's a really, really cool thing to know that what they eat makes how they taste. And they have good eating back in the uh, back of NDP. I've seen so many beautiful plants out there. And so actually going a bit back, so these bee suits, so how do they really protect you? Is it just like, it's just a really thick suit that they can't sting through? So it's pretty thick fabric. So we try and go out when it's not too hot, but 
there's a hat that you put on, gloves that you put on, it goes over your shoes, and it really does protect you, which I really like. I haven't been stung at NDP, and I think the suits also help you, and also you just being careful and just taking the proper precautions, respecting the bees, and I think that's a really big part of it. That's interesting. So the bees, they really, like, if you respect them, they respect you. Exactly. Wow. That's interesting. Um, okay, so tell me a little bit more about actually the logistics of your club. So, like, when do you guys meet? So we mostly meet after school. You can watch the announcements to find out when we will be meeting. Uh, Tommy Fletcher will be sending out some e- emails in his uh, e-board. And we really meet after school. We can, uh, I believe our next meeting, we're going to be making food for the bees. So we're going to be mixing honey, essential oils, water, and making them into little patties that we can put in the beehives for them to eat, for them to stay like sustained. And meetings really depend. You'll find out in emails and announcements what we're going to be doing. And make sure if you want to work with the bees to fill out the online waiver available for Mrs. McGinnis, which I believe you can email her to get more. So there's a, like a lot of jobs in the bee club that don't really involve you actually coming into contact with the bees. Yes, you can work with pasteurizing the honey. You can work with making uh, chapstick, waxes, candles. We really have a lot of things. And that's why I encourage everyone to join the bee club. Wow, that's a that's a very versatile club. I mean, like everything from the production, like not from the production, but from the growing to the harvesting to the manufacturing is done all by you guys. That's really interesting. Thank you, Blake. I'm glad I'm you know, what? I'm glad to have talked to you. And thank you for coming down here, Michael. Great seeing you. Great to see you, too.